This is Apathy Hour. Today on Apathy Hour, we find out how public-private spaces may not be as private as you think. Let's get started. Starting off with your Life Pro tip, posted by user jdubs101111. I'm 43. By your late 20s slash early 30s, make sure physical fitness becomes an absolute top priority. I started a dedicated fitness routine when I was 28 to improve my odds with a girl, but it didn't work on the girl. What did work was that the routine stuck. Now pushing my mid-40s, I can't believe where I am physically compared to many others my age. Also scary is how they regard physical deterioration as an inevitability. It isn't. Get started now. It will be one of the greatest gifts you'll ever give yourself. So a personal story I could share related to this actually is that when I was in my teens slash early 20s, I used to be a very... I was on a very strict, hardcore uh, workout regimen that I just kind of had for myself personally. And I kept it up for a few years, even had the whole six pack and everything. But at one point during college, I was just out running one of my least favorite exercises out for a jog. And then I ended up stepping really hard on an uneven sidewalk and that concrete, that uneven sidewalk actually fractured my hip and then from there over time not getting it treated because I didn't have health insurance at that time I eventually also tore my meniscus on my left knee and that also ended up deteriorating a bit of my a bit of what I was able to do or felt comfortable doing in terms of my workout and so gradually over time I slowed down and it just became harder and harder to even push myself without so much pain. I'm still not on track with where I want to be at this moment, but I'm doing a lot better now that I'm actually treating it and getting out and being more active with my family. Either way, I definitely agree with OP and what they're stating because it is one of those things where if you don't make your health a priority, you don't keep up with your own physical condition it will deteriorate, but it's not inevitable. You can do more to take care of yourself a bit. And it really leads to a greater uh, quality of life as well. So it's, it's definitely an important thing to consider. And I've even seen, and I'm ashamed to say, I've seen so many older guys that could easily be my grandfather. And yet they're in the kind of shape that someone my age or younger should be in. So kudos to those guys. I'll get there. The top comment on this post stated by user La Lantern Rouge. I am 77. It's never too late to start. I was very overweight in my late 30s and started riding bicycles. At age 42, I was at the top of my fitness and was amateur racing. At 63, I had to have my aortic valve replaced. After that, I was not able to continue riding and I gained a lot of weight back. 
At 69, my grandson asked me to teach him how to ride, and it developed into going back into training. I completed a 41-mile with 3,000-foot oh, elevation race in 2018. I ride only indoors now, but last year I did 3,800 miles, and this year I hope to do better. I'll be 78 in a few weeks. That's inspiring. Moving on to a story in Am I the Butthole, posted by user WasteLone655. Am I the butthole for leaving without my wife after she tried making my son eat food he didn't want? Our 10-year-old son is a very picky eater. There are a few foods that he does love to eat, such as pizza, chicken, steak, and pasta, but he's working with someone that's helping him try new foods. My 41-year-old wife wishes that he wasn't a picky eater, but I, a 42-year-old male, don't see any problems. There have been concerns in the past from family members that our son was underweight. However, my son is at a good weight, according to his doctor. We went to my in-law's house for a St. Patrick's Day party. I brought a small dish of mac and cheese for my son to have for dinner, as he didn't want to have the corned beef. I noticed my wife and her mother looking at my son and having a private conversation. When it was time for dinner, I put my son's meal on his plate, and my wife grabbed a plate. She threw the food into the trash and put some corned beef and cabbage on the plate. My son starts to get upset and pushes the plate away. I looked at my wife and say, are you serious? He didn't want any of the corned beef. That's why I brought the mac and cheese. She looks back at me with a smile and says, well, he needs to try new things and he might like the corned beef. My son whispers to me that he felt sick and wanted to go home. I told my wife that we were leaving and would see her at home. Her sister dropped her off at the house and she came storming inside, screaming at me that I'm the one at fault for not wanting our son to try new foods. We aren't speaking to one another right now and I've been receiving unpleasant texts from her family. Am I the butthole for leaving without my wife after she tried making my son eat food he didn't want? Now I know that in comments most people are saying one thing and they mostly seem to be in consensus about it. However, I think that there's more to the story that makes it a little bit less straightforward, in my opinion. For example, I feel like I thought one way about the story, and then I considered another aspect of it, and then I thought a different way about the story. And I think overall, I say my verdict is there's not enough information here. If I was just looking at the situation on the surface at face value, I would say, sure, no, you're not the butthole because... Yeah, your your son doesn't like a certain food. There's no need to force him to eat the certain food. That's point blank and simple. And the wife was definitely more at fault for trying to force some food upon him. I'm pretty sure that's how eating disorders develop, if he doesn't already have one, which it seems he might. Digging a little deeper here, I thought about it. Your son is a 10-year-old. He's not a 2-year-old. He's not a toddler. He's not a 5-year-old. He's 10. He's almost like a few years shy of being a teenager, and yet he still doesn't seem to be able to eat certain foods, there's some concerns there, I would think. Sure, everyone has their personal preferences and taste preferences, so that's not really the concern. The concern is he's 10 and it seems like this situation is being approached as if it's new. OP and his wife don't seem to be on the same page about how to even approach this situation or this problem. And 
it more sounds like there's a communication issue between the two of them. Because if he's having to wonder whether or not he's being a butthole just because he decided to provide certain food that the son would like versus allowing the son to try food that's not necessarily their preference, it sounds like the approach to this issue isn't on a consensus between the two parents. It also sounds like OP brought that mac and cheese dinner kind of in secret, I guess, hidden from his wife. That's an odd situation as well, because it makes it seem as if OP was anticipating that his son wouldn't like the dinner that they were having at the St. Patrick's Day party. It also sounds as if OP didn't give his son a chance to try the corned beef and see if he had an interest in eating that. And with that in mind, it seems as if OP might be enabling some type of eating disorder. On the other hand, if OP's wife is forcing their son to eat foods that he doesn't like, then that could be enabling an eating disorder, especially since it didn't seem like she gave their son an opportunity to try the corned beef at least, and if he didn't like it, give him a chance to eat the mac and cheese instead of just throwing it in the trash. And let's say that we just get back to the main question that's being asked here. Is OP the butthole for leaving without his wife after she tried to make her son eat food that he didn't want? Again, I feel like there's not enough information here. If they live literally across the street or next door, somewhere within walking distance, or even if the son had a legitimate medical issue that he was experiencing at that time, then sure, that's not a concern. But leaving an event that you went to with your partner without your partner does seem like a butthole move, in my opinion. There's very few situations, aside from the ones just mentioned, where it would seem okay to just leave my partner, wife, or even a friend just stranded at an event that we came together to. Yes, I understand that this was at a family member's house, and likely, from what it sounds like, it's her side of the family. However, it's still putting that burden on her to find a way home after he decided to just leave her there, which is not okay at least not in my opinion. There seems to be such a big disconnect going on in this relationship that that could be what's leading to the issues going on with their son's eating disorder. My final verdict at this point is there's not enough information. No, you're not the butthole for not abusing your child with food, but yes, you kind of are the butthole for abandoning your partner, your wife. I personally just feel like there's not enough information to take aside at this point. The top comment on this post stated by user wondergirl555, not the butthole here. A family dinner like this isn't the time to try to therapize your kid's eating issue. From the sound of it, you made a minimal amount of fuss while still including your son in your family's activities. Your wife is the butthole here without a doubt. What she's done will only make your son's issue harder to deal with and she deserves shame and ridicule for it. And finally, you should know. Posted by user Cracking Foxy. You should know in several Airbnbs, hidden cameras were found. On arrival, do a search for secret cameras just in case. Focusing on the private areas, holes in ceilings, power outlets, alarm clocks, etc. Why you should know? Protect yourself from creeps breaching your privacy. Even though it is against the policy of Airbnb to have hidden cameras, 
it does happen and could be considered criminal activity. Pay attention to smoke detectors, radios, outlets, and any flashing lights. Some people have pointed out that looking at your room through a phone camera could expose some infrared cameras. Look up how to do so on YouTube. The top comment on this post stated by user HiItchy actually gives you the instructions on how to do so. They say, turn off all the lights in rooms and close the curtains. Make it as dark as you can and turn your phone camera on. Not every camera has infrared light illuminators, but the ones that do will shine infrared light that your camera will be able to detect. You're looking for a constant stream of infrared. It would look like a whitish slash bluish light. Sometimes hidden cameras can be found in smoke detectors, alarm clocks, TVs, doors, seats, and desks. Look around your room slash building. There should be no reason for an infrared source to be coming from a random object unless it's a remote control for something. I 100% agree that it's best to be cautious in public slash private spaces, especially ones rented like an Airbnb or a hotel, because this type of creepy and nefarious behavior is more common than people may think. New at 11, Airbnb back in the headlines for all the wrong reasons. Yet another family found a hidden camera in their rental. This time it happened to a family vacationing in Ireland. The husband works in IT security, immediately scanned the Airbnb's Wi-Fi network, and something called IP camera popped up. So they searched and found the hidden camera inside a smoke detector right there. Airbnb is apologizing says they did not meet the high standards they set for themselves. The company removed the host and refunded the family. Tourists have reported finding cameras and light bulbs, small electronic devices, even in clocks or air conditioners. You know, I didn't know what to think at first. I didn't know if I was being watched live or if it was just being recorded or, or what was going on. Airbnb prohibits hidden cameras and no cameras are allowed in bathrooms or bedrooms. That does it for this episode of Apathy Hour. Feel free to reach out using the contact information in the show notes. Check out the YouTube channel and look out for more content. Thank you for listening.